with failure makes it, you may you become better right yeah. so like even with your videos how many times have you failed over and over like shit you showed up to a shoot and left the sd card at home oh my god i left my camera at home one time right that was the worst fucking have you ever done ever. it again <laughs> no see <laughs> yeah. so like failure definitely makes us learn quicker right and right. uh makes us not make the same mistakes over and over so i'm not comfortable with failing but i ain't scared what's going on everyone today we have a pretty awesome episode i'm talking to ian oliver a content creator from austin who runs say something productions this guy makes pretty awesome fitness videos and what's even cooler is that he has a pretty insane backstory although when i was talking to him you know he kind of treated it like it was like the most nonchalant thing ever but keep on listening if you want to hear about how ian deals with failure how he keeps himself creatively motivated and hungry and how he was once a correctional officer at a prison and he was struggling with an aggressive depressive episode I'm pretty sure if you look up Never Give Up on Google Images, I would not be surprised if this dude's picture showed up. So I definitely learned a lot just by talking to him. I think that you guys will pull a lot of value out of his journey and how he got to where he is now. But without further ado, let's dive right into the episode. Welcome everyone to another episode of For Creativity's Sake. I'm your host, Jasmine Q, and today we have my friend Ian who I just found out that his last name is Oliver. So you sound like a <laughs> F. Scott Fitzgerald yeah. novel or whatever. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> so I think I want to start a little bit off with, what do you do as a creative person? I guess technically I'm a freelance videographer, but I like to consider myself a content creator. Content creator, mm. okay. Why do you consider yourself a content creator versus... Because... That's a good, that's a, <laughs> that's good question. a good question because I'm producing content not only for other people, but for myself. So okay. I feel like I want to be a content creator. So saying that out loud, maybe I'll be that. Yeah. Uh, but freelancing, that's, I mean, that's what I am basically a freelance. A free, what's the difference between freelancing and being a content creator? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I feel like. Hmm. Is I feel like a content creator is somebody who constantly creates content for themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And a freelance videographer is someone who's yeah. being contracted out here, there, and there. That's Maybe? true. I guess a freelancer kind of makes it, to me, the word freelancer makes it kind of seem as if you are still like at the mercy of like a bigger entity. Yeah. Okay. And like a content creator feels a little bit more like this is like, I run this shit, you know? Yeah. Versus like, oh, people are subcontracting me yeah, to do that stuff. Makes sense. That's how I feel like the language so what around are you? the word. Um, that's a good <laughs> question. I I don't know. On on some hand, I don't know if I like calling myself a content creator. Yeah, it feels weird, doesn't it? It just feels like um an influencer. Kind of. It yeah. just feels at this point I feel like that word feels like basic as hell. Yeah. Now. It's like, oh I'm a content mm -hmm. creator, okay. Like everyone's a content creator. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I feel like I don't know, but then if I use the word artist, it's like, oh, artist, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just like to make things. Same. Yeah. Same. I don't think people really see people that make videos as artists, but. Ooh, damn. But to me, I feel, I feel that way. I mean, Do you think sometimes I feel like I'm a damn magician. Yeah, you, you, know you what are. I mean? Like, I'm making magic happen, and sometimes it's just like, how did I do this out of this? that's exactly what we do we're magicians we make magic happen absolutely yeah so where did your name so you run a production 
company would you say that you run a production company so when i started the <laughs> business um i wanted to be a production company i yeah. started with uh hired on two guys when we first started off in michigan doing weddings and i wanted to be a production company but they kind of fell off one mm -hmm. had a child the other one um kind of just did his own thing wasn't making enough money went yeah. to work uh that's when i decided i need to go to work so i started working as a corrections officer uh right after the news yeah and uh the rest is kind of history now i'm uh, now it's ian but it still say something productions. Okay. I don't know if I'll ever change it because it's kind of grown on yeah. me, and it's um, it's one of those things people know. Yeah. So it's like, how do you change it? Where now? did you get say something productions from? So we were sitting around, we were just chatting, and I was like, man, I need to find a name because it's impossible sometimes to it find is, a name, especially when yeah. it's not taken, right? Yeah. And I was like, I need to find a name, and I'm like, your voice, say something. And my buddy's like, yeah, be heard, say something. So it became okay. your voice, be heard, say something. And Got that was our slogan you. for the weddings. And oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah. So now you're Say Something Productions. Now I'm Say Something Productions. Okay. And yeah. you still go by that? I do. Yep. Okay. Cool. I, like, I like the name. Maybe one day I'll be a production company. Maybe I'll bring people on under me. Yeah. But for now, it's just just little old Now me. it's just lonely old you. Yeah. 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 How hard is that? It's rough sometimes. Yeah. But uh, actually, 2020 was really good to me, surprisingly. Was it really? Yeah. I know a lot of people had their ups and downs through it, but yeah. my business grown quite a bit in 2020. Why did it grow? I don't know. The first three months, like, you know, everything mm -hmm. was kind of bad right off the bat. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I just like, screw it. Screw COVID. I'm going to go work. Yeah. And I started just consistently producing on Instagram. And people mm -hmm. started taking notice finally after four years. <laughs> and, like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know... I was a year in Austin and I was just doing free everything and yeah. you, you can relate to that mm -hmm. and uh, eventually paid off and uh, so it just went boop 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 and I got on a couple of retainers and now I can okay. do my own thing. So you're on your retainer game. Quit my job in 2020. You had a job in 2020 still? Yeah, first four months. What were you doing? So I was a collections uh, agent for BMC. What, I don't even know what that is. I call people and harass them, tell them to pay their bills. Got yeah, you. Yeah, I'm that guy. Okay. Yeah. So for the, the beginning of 2020, you had that job? Yeah. So when I first moved to Austin, I tried the whole, I'm going to do me freelance yeah. thing. And I filed a, a YouTuber called um, The Corporate Pimp. The Corporate Pimp. That sounds... Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it, his business kind of, because of the name, obviously, oh, is very derogatory. Yeah. but. So I followed him to a bunch of states. He wrote a book, mm -hmm. How to Pimp Corporate America, and traveled all over the U.S. Yeah. And so I followed him, and then his cash flow ran dry. And then so my cash flow ran dry. And then I had to go to back to work. So, yeah, Why? I've been working here in Austin for the last two years, and then I quit in 2020. Damn. Okay, so it sounds like from what you've told me a little bit before, too, because, like, we chat in the IG mm -hmm. DMs. I know. I have text message now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've, like... Talking to you, I know that you were like, I know you told me you were like, oh, like, I don't think I have anything like special about myself. Yeah, or forever the rookie. Yeah, yeah. So, but it sounds like you've done a lot of like, okay, doing this and then I have to go back to this and now I'm going to do this again. Then mm -hmm. I'm going back to this. How many, I don't know. I feel like I would love to hear that journey from you because I know that a lot of people are like, okay, as soon as I, you know, jump ship and do this, it's just going to be all perfect and yeah. like i'm just gonna keep growing and it's like all right well sometimes it's not always like that but that doesn't mean that you have to give up give up it yeah, doesn't sound like you've given up given up not yet yeah so i, I think that's what sets a lot of people apart is the fact yeah. that they do think it's you know sunshine on the other side mm -hmm. and so they quit their jobs and they realize how hard it actually is to be right. a freelance videographer or photographer any yeah. kind of content creator and so it doesn't work out for them 
and then they go back to work and they just kind of give up, right? Right. So for me, I started off, I went to broadcast media school after I dropped out of college for a business degree. I went to two years later, took time off, uh-huh. went to a broadcast media school, got a certificate, degree, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And <laughs> the money wasn't good. So, you know, being a photojournalist for the news, I thought it was going to be cool. Yeah. I was getting like $10 an hour. It was not worth it. Really? So, I feel like I have a lot of friends who did the same thing. Like yeah, they I mean, were they tell you in the school, like, it's not going to yeah. pay out. And you're like, no, I'm going to do will, this. Yeah. And it did not. And so that's where the academy came along, where I joined law enforcement. And then I went into corrections. And from there, got really depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, started shooting weddings. I like, I have to get out. So let's start a right. production company. I'll shoot weddings. Use my broadcast media degree uh-huh. to kind of transcend that. And uh, got really depressed in there, started shooting weddings, started to make the production company. The production company started falling apart. The weddings weren't kicking. It's Michigan. There's not a whole lot going on in Michigan like it is in Austin. And so quit my job and was like, I'm just going to move to Texas for a girl and a business. Let's go. Okay. All right. So we're still good. Little plot twist there. Okay. We're still good after two years, but uh, the business grown too. But anyways, I come to Austin. Yeah. I meet up with this guy. He's called Corporate Pimp. I'm like, okay, let's Mm -hmm. do the whole YouTube thing. Let me travel across the country. We were flying out every week. I mean, we would hit up Washington, Oregon, Atlanta, New York City, Chicago. We're everywhere. And then um, I didn't like it. So he was getting shared Airbnbs on the cheap. Yeah. uh, Share Ubers on the cheap. Like the flights were backseat cheap <laughs> yeah. and um i'm like i'm giving up i'm gonna give up on this i'm just done you know i'm gonna go to work so uh that's when i went to work as a collection agent in bmc and Dang. uh hated that picked up my camera again after three months and was like no i'm gonna do this and continued to push and push mm-hmm. and push and now here we are um so i did i did try to quit and become this freelancer content creator failed yeah. tried it again failed and now here we are, and finally, like some success. I don't consider myself successful. I consider right. myself a rookie, like I was told you, forever the rookie. I, I never feel good enough yeah. about what I produce or what I'm doing, but I can tell like light years from when I started to now. So it's it's fascinating. So even though you consider yourself a rookie, mm-hmm. but you but you've seen like there's just been immense progress. I mean, I even so like before yeah. you got here, I was like totally just stalking your IG too. Yeah. Like and even like looking at your video quality and like the way that you produce videos is like that's gone up immensely. Oh, like yeah, yeah, it's so crazy you, in one year, right? Yeah. The difference. Yeah. So you still think you're like a total rookie? Oh, right? totally. Why? Totally. You, I mean, you probably get the same thing yeah. where you're like editing and you're like, oh man, this is gonna suck. Oh yeah. And you put Every it out. Day. And everybody loves it. And you're like, I do not understand. Yeah. That took me three hours. And then you work on something for like eight, nine hours. Like, oh, this is going to be cool. Tanks. Yeah. So to me, everything looks like shit mm-hmm. in my eyes. It's yeah. never good enough. But it's fascinating when I get like, I know I'm getting somewhere with it when I get messages. And they're like, oh, man, like I used your workouts as like yeah. a way to create these workouts. As mm-hmm. um, What's the word I'm looking for? inspiration inspiration yeah and you're like oh man people are inspired by me what the hell yeah you're like excuse me yeah like like, why yeah (laughs) but uh yeah so i consider myself forever the rookie i like to say that i'm just a rookie and i don't know like if pros think that maybe they do maybe it's never good enough i I can imagine that they do i don't know i mean in one hand i'm like I don't know. Do you do you ever feel like you're like having that thought process like, oh, I'm just a rookie and whatever I'm doing. Do you ever feel like that hurts 
you, probably. you at all? Oh, like, probably. It's you a, think so? It's a psychic game. <laughs> it's yeah. all a mental game. It really is. It really is. And there'll be days where like I post something. It's funny that validation from like yeah. people liking my stuff actually hypes me up. But yeah. there'll be days where like a video hits really well and you're just driving yeah. down the road. You're like, fuck yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, everyone Yeah, I'm doing something shit. right. Yeah. And then there's other days you're like, man, that video I posted sucked ass. Why yeah. did I post that? Yeah. But then you follow Gary V. I don't know if you follow Gary V, but it's like post, 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 post. So sometimes even when I think it's terrible, I just post. Yeah. Because the more the merrier, right? Um, I guess. Yeah, the more you do, the better you get, yep. for sure. But That's true. Damn. Well, why? Okay. Yeah. It's like, I feel like you just said a lot there. I totally I feel, said a shit ton. I feel like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, like, whoa, there's a lot that you just went through. Cut your boy off. Yeah. No, I mean... I feel like there's just so many things that I like want to dive into mm -hmm. because like, I feel like your story kind of resonates a lot with like a lot of other people. And I know that, I mean, I haven't had so much like the back and forth of like, mm -hmm. okay, I quit my job and then I started this and then I went back to working full time. Yeah. I've never done that, but I have felt on so many occasions like, oh shit, like, can I really do this? Like, yeah. and I'll feel like I want to go back to like, doing a nine to five, even though I know I'd be completely miserable oh, absolutely. in a nine to five, absolutely. but I always have that feeling of like, damn dude, can I do this? Like you're doing it. I guess that's, I am doing that's it. That's the yeah. thing is like, you're in it right? yeah. when you're sitting back, even me, it's like, can I actually do this? What you mean? Ian, you're fucking, you're doing, fucking it. doing it. You're in it. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating to me how hard we get on each other, mm -hmm. but especially as a content creator, mm -hmm. I feel like, I have that, what's that word I'm looking for, where you look at other people's stuff and you're like, man, it's better than mine. That's man, like it's better than mine. Comparison. Comparisonitis, yeah. right? Or something like yeah. that it's called. Some BS, some imposter I do that all syndrome. the time. Yeah. I do that all the time. And it's like, my stuff isn't that bad. Your stuff is not bad at all. Right? Yeah. It's, see, I'm like in my own head. So yeah. it's just, it's crazy to me. But like, yeah, you're in it. We're in it. I know. We're doing it. We're doing it. Yet I constantly am questioning myself, like, can I do it? Like, am I good at this? Am I even good enough to be doing this? And I'll like constantly like put myself in this spot of like, oh my God, I think I want to like, am I better suited to like work nine to five or something like that? And it's Hell like, no. just a constant like horrible cycle. And it's like, and, and people look at my stuff online and they're like, oh, but it looks like you're fucking killing it and you're mm -hmm. doing whatever. And it's like, I mean, I say this on pretty much like every freaking podcast episode I do because everyone has the same sentiment, but yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm like constantly thinking that like I'm not really that good. I'm looking at other people's stuff. I'm looking at other people's journeys and I'm like, dude, well, why are you there? And like, I'm still mm -hmm. here or like, how are you making that shit? And I'm still making what I think is like garbage. Yeah. Like, yep. but then I get people messaging me and they're like, yo, I want to do what you're doing. And I'm exactly. like, what? Why? Yeah. The perspective is just it, crazy. It was like that, that gym uh, video you did for Liberation. And I was like, dude, that was super good. And you're like, oh, I really? did not like I that know. at all. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the videos you don't think you're, that are good are actually good. Like, it's weird. I know. Everyone was like super that psyched video about killed. that video. And yeah. I was like, dude, I don't like it. Like, I did. I think I just hold myself to some like crazy impossible standard of like, yeah. no, I want to be making this stuff that's like super impactful and like story driven mm -hmm. and like everything's meticulous ridiculously perfect and it's yeah. like okay that's really not realistic no, at, not all. at all at, especially like, with the society we live in it's very it's so very like bad. oh here's a hype video everyone's hype you right know? and here's a short film on igtv doesn't do nothing literally zero yeah zero attention yeah, at all well exactly. that's why i also feel like kind of crappy about like 
being able to be kind of more on the artistic side mm-hmm. of like video and photo because it's like we have in our heads like we need that validation like we need those ig like mm-hmm. likes and those comments and those emojis and like whatnot and then when we post something that's like damn this is like near and dear to my heart and yeah. then like it not good yeah it nothing happens yeah nothing happens uh, like nobody really cares and it's like fuck and i it's like keeps de- i feel like it just keeps deterring me from like doing that type of shit when I really do want to be doing more of that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have the same. I mean, I want to shoot some passion projects this year. Yeah. I, I pushed them off last year because like this example, yeah. like why waste my time if nobody's going to watch it? You know what I mean? But then again, it's like, it's, I'm going to love it. Right. So why do we keep doing stuff that like we validation? Ah, the fucking validation it curse sucks. I know. I know it's the following too. It's like, how does this person have 10,000 followers and I can't even get to two literally though like, it's crazy and it's i post stupid. a video a week once a week it's yeah. like what is what am i doing wrong but then then i look back and i'm like why am i so concerned about the validation if i just stay consistent mm-hmm. and post content it will grow yeah and it has not like yeah. crazy but it will grow mm-hmm. and i just need to be patient the with it. slow growth is always the best organic too yeah, yeah i love all my followers man yeah because people are like if you grow too fast i don't know who said this i was like think i was watching someone else on ig but they were like if you grow too fast like you don't even know what to do with that audience right because like, yeah. people are like well i don't know how to nurture an audience of this size and then you kind of snowball into this like well i got this amount of followers for this specific reason so i'm just going to keep doing this versus yeah. like building that slow growth audience that'll like stick with you for like whatever you feel like doing so i try to remind myself of that i'm like okay like i have a good amount of people that follow my work and like they genuinely tell me like in my messages like hey i've i've been following your work for like a couple years and Mm -hmm. i'm still following your work and it's really cool to see your progression and it's like i would much rather have that that i guess than just having like a shit ton of people that like I, I don't even know how to address or do anything with because like that's a pretty unnatural thing i feel like yeah. to be able to like speak to that many people and to have that many people like, it becomes a, an actual job itself i'm right. sure if yeah you, like have twenty thousand followers commenting you're like uh, yeah and i'm like fuck i, I even know. get it already like sometimes i feel overwhelmed like not that oh, I, me too. not that i get like a it's not like i get like an overwhelming amount of messages or like comments but even the ones that I do have and even the people that I do follow on IG, like mm-hmm. I try to be really, really like supportive and responsive yeah. because I mean, there's just so many genuine people like yourself and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other people here in Austin that I follow that I'm like, dude, like I genuinely want to like see all your posts and comment yep. and like give you feedback. And like, I, I like the community that I have oh, built yeah, there. Definitely. But then sometimes I get overwhelmed because I'm like, damn, I'm trying to follow too many people and like comment on too many people's yep. things. And then I feel bad if I like miss someone's video and I'm like, damn, I missed your post. Uh, like, I know. It gets Shit, how did I see this six days later? Like, yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. But I kind of want to hit back on the point of you having this journey where mm-hmm. you kind of like go back and forth a little bit. And I wanted to ask if to you, like, does it feel different this time? Yes. It does feel different. Yeah. Well, there is a difference when the first two times I quit my job, I had no backup plan. Right. Okay. So this time doing it right, I had a backup plan. So I had retainers in place mm-hmm. and I saved up probably about $12,000. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to have a backup plan. Cause yeah. the first time I blew through my 401k, what? 15 grand how did you blow through in a year gear or what in a year uh, not gear just rent 
bills. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah. So I blew through that. And then the next the next go, I didn't have any money. Yeah. And then I went back to work. And then this time I'm like, no. We're doing it right it. this time. Yeah, I'm doing it right. So it's worked out for me. I haven't touched any of my savings. Things Got have you. been good. Uh, I'm pretty grateful and blessed. But yeah, man, it's been a journey for sure. So you have money that you saved. That's kind of your backup. And mm-hmm. is there any other backup that you kind of know now like doing it what your third this is like your third time like yeah. restarting like the, the last you're like this is the last and yeah. final time yeah. like so other than a savings like saving money up is there anything that's changed about your mindset about how you treat your business now or is it kind of just yeah it's kind of the same yeah um, i mean i always had the mindset to win yeah uh that's what i try to do every day i try to be one percent better every day yeah. uh, but the savings is huge and then having retainers was a massive thing mm-hmm. i read the book i think it's called profit first have you ever read that book i have not read that book so basically it says before you quit your job you want to save at least six thousand dollars to be able to pay three like three months yeah. rent mm-hmm. in case something happens and i was like well i'm gonna do you one better i'm gonna save twelve thousand yeah, dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. before i quit this job but i mean i don't look at it any different than the first time like i don't I'm not afraid to fail because failure makes me better. Yeah. Uh, but it is scary. Yeah. But having like the retainers and the backup, I'm like, okay, if shit hits the fan, like it did in the beginning of 2020, right. I have a plan. Right. Last time there was no plan. Yeah. So if I had to tell anybody before they want to quit their job and go do this to have a backup plan. Right. It matters. It'll make you feel a little bit better. Yeah. A little safety net. That's kind of crazy though. Cause so many people, what do you think makes you like your personality be so comfortable with like failing time and time again i feel like so many people would have like dead ass just like stopped like the first time that they failed like most people would have just been like okay not for me i'm gonna just do this nine to five for the rest of my life you know yeah i wouldn't say i'm comfortable with failing i just know that like with failure makes you may you become better right so like even with your videos how many times have you failed over and over like shit you showed up to a shoot and left the sd card at home oh my god i left my camera at home one time right that was the worst fucking have thing you ever done ever... it again <laughs> no see <laughs> yeah. so like f- failure definitely makes us learn quicker right and right. uh makes us not make the same mistakes over and over so yeah i'm not comfortable with failing but i ain't scared you're not scared of it yes i think well that's the biggest issue that most people have is well, that of course they're just afraid to even fail in the first place of so course. I mean, were you always like that or was that just something that like... I think that just came with me failing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever... Like, yes, fucking... Yeah, come on, bring on failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm not scared of it anymore. And I mean, I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody really should be because, I mean, look at all the big people in in our industry now who have failed multiple multiple times and making millions. Right. Right, so... Dang. That is kind of like cool to hear though, uh, even for myself, yeah. because again, like I have that mentality of mm-hmm. like, oh damn, like if this doesn't work, like am I going to have to go back to doing nine to five? And I always think in my head, like I catastrophize that, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's the end of the world. If like I have to go, God forbid, like get a nine to five job for like a hot second. Right. Like it, six months. Yeah, exactly. And I kind of, I, I think I, I think it's just an ego thing because I, I, I think that other people are going to see me as like, oh, haha, Jasmine tried to do that thing that she fucking preached that she'd want to do. And then like yeah. she failed at it. Like, But imagine doing that thing and fucking winning. 
I know. What? Like, how are you going to know, though, unless you do it? And if you fail, then it is what it is, right? That's then you true. get back up mm-hmm. and you attempt it again. And that's what makes people like, yeah. I think that's what elevates people yeah. to keep moving up is the process of like wanting to win and in the failures, 100%. dusting off their knees and like, let's fucking go. 100%. Yeah. And I think that that's, I don't know. That's but I totally cool. get the mindset thing. I, I totally understand. Yeah. Like, like I said, was saying with you, forever the rookie, right? Like never, nothing's ever good enough. Will I ever be a pro at this? Right. I mean, does it make you upset though? Like, does it make you like. To fail? No, no, no. To to be in that forever rookie mindset, like. No, I think it makes me hungry. Does it really? Yeah. It doesn't make you like fucking depressed. Like. No, I think it makes me motivated. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly funny as hell. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it. I mean, at times I'm like, damn it. Yeah. But okay, I'm gonna get like I was telling um my friend yesterday. I'm like, if I don't get one percent better every day, yeah. if I ain't three hundred sixty percent better at, or three sixty five at the end of this year. Slap this shit out of me. Damn. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I have to, we have to continue to get better. Otherwise we're just going to get past because there's so many people out there hungrier. That's very, very true. And that's the whole influence game, the right? Whole, it is the whole influence There's the copycats game. and then there's the, and they'll elevate too. If they copy your style and they have mm-hmm. more grind than you, they'll elevate faster than you. And it's like, whose style was it? That's fact. Who was hungrier? That's fact. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I'm going to put a little pause Pause it. I'm going to put a little pause on the conversation right now. We're going to take a tiny little break, guys. And yes, just stay tuned. This conversation is pretty dope already. So thanks. What's up, everyone? Thank you guys for tuning into the episode. I hope you're enjoying it so far. If you guys want to follow us on social media, please go to at for creativity sake on Instagram. Also, you can follow my personal page. I am actually way more active on my personal page, and that's at Jasmine underscore Q, J-A-S-M-I-N-E underscore Q. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, guys. Again, got my my good friend Ian here, and uh, we're going to continue the conversation. But yeah, I wanted to hit... So first of all, you dove into a bunch of stuff whoops. earlier. Yeah, yeah. whoopsie daisies. He was like, here's my whole life story. I'm like, I've never podcasted before. Let me just yeah. dial it all in. No, but I, I really want to talk about the whole, like, you say that, you know, you, you went into a depression mm-hmm. and that you were struggling a little bit with that. I don't think that a lot of us talk about those mental yeah, chaotic times that we have that kind of throw us into, like, okay, like, situations in which we really need to get our shit together Mm um i kind of really i mean i would love to hear kind of a little bit it gets deep a little bit more i mean i'm here for the deepness it gets so deep i'm here for the deepness like what kind of what brought that on and what what helps you get out of it to to go for you know freelance video again like how did you navigate that that's a good question (laughs) yes thank you thank you you're welcome um so yeah working in the prison system you almost feel like you're locked up right so you're behind Mm -hmm. the fence for eight hours and then in law enforcement they mandate you quite often so that means you're forced by law to stay and work overtime oh really yeah i did not know that yeah so you're screwed yeah um so for a while there towards the end i knew i was leaving i knew i wanted to do something else video um in austin Mm -hmm. and so i started slipping into depression because i was still at this job and not doing what i loved Mm -hmm. and it got really bad like my stomach got really sick at water made me nauseous Really? Food made me nauseous. And that's when I had my first panic attack. I've never had anxiety before this, yeah. like ever. Yeah. I mean, everyone has like a small bit of anxiety, mm-hmm. right? But this is like crazy. That's great. Yeah. And uh, so I thought I was dying. 
Mm-hmm. And from there, my brain took hold. And I started seeing doctors and getting mm-hmm. blood work done. They're like, no, the blood work's good. Everything's good. And I'm like, why can't I not drink water and eat food without being sick? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm dying. Yeah. So from there, it, came, it uh, created muscle spasms because the, stre- the constant stress. So now all of a sudden mm-hmm. I have muscle spasms everywhere in my body, in my tongue even. And I'm like, okay, now I have MS or I have, you know, something with, yeah. with a muscle that's going to kill me. So yeah. I went to the extreme. So I ended up having surgery. What? They, yeah. So they stuck a scope down my stomach, took a biopsy. And like, because I was so certain I was dying from this anxiety. What? Yep. That they took a, a scope down there, the biopsy, everything mm-hmm. came back fine. My blood work was completely fine. They have no clue. So what doctors basically, and I'm not a doctor. So doctors <laughs> might freak yeah. out by this, but they diagnose you with um, IBS when they don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. So apparently I have IBS, apparently. which eventually ends up no longer being a thing mm-hmm. um it's just a gluten intolerance now at this point but mm-hmm. yeah so that should happen so i thought i was dying for a little over a year then i moved to austin and I slowly started doing what i love and it's funny once you start doing what you love how much anxiety and stress kind of like fades away yeah and uh so now i'm like 90 percent good i still have is- little issues yeah. where if i get sick and it lasts too long now from having the panic attack my mm-hmm. brain automatically like bro are you you're gonna like, die what's going on yeah yeah like holy shit like a mm-hmm. cough that lasts like two weeks you're like shit yeah. i'm dying but uh, other than that yeah so like that's my depression story oh my love you're so casual about everything <laughs> that you said you're like yes i thought i was dying I know. and then you know i know it's it's fascinating too because i've never suffered from depression or anxiety but mm-hmm. it, having gone through it and realizing like how a lonely it actually feels mm-hmm. even though you have support around you they're like it's okay you're okay yeah. and you're sitting in your car fucking crying and you're like no dude i'm dying yeah. nobody understands me nobody yeah. understands and now i have like sympathy to those who actually do suffer from depression and anxiety because mm-hmm. i can feel why it's a lonely thing mm-hmm. even though you have you know everybody around you supporting you it's right. it's an interesting interesting thing that's crazy so when you moved to austin is yes. when it started to fade slowly. a little slowly fade yeah a little it bit. took uh it took me about a good year because uh-huh. i failed doing that whole youtube thing and then that's where the muscle spasms started coming back and so now i have like this indicator where i know where my stress level is because uh-huh. my body all of a sudden does what it did during my panic attack that is so insane mm-hmm. honestly Isn't that like, interesting? the fact that our body literally like has physical reactions to like that amount of stress stress and anxiety that's nuts and so that same thing happened to me while working at bmc this last go Mm -hmm. and i and i'm sitting there and i'm working and i was not sleeping i was doing like two three hours a night Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm grinding i'm grinding which i don't understand why we think like not sleeping and grinding is so beneficial uh but i looked up my fiance and i was like i don't think i can do this anymore Mm -hmm. she's like quit i was like you you sure she's like just fucking quit and i'm like you know what fuck this yeah. i go into my job i said guess what i quit and i walked out there all of a sudden the spasm stopped the stomach issue stopped so it's like starting to listen to my body a little more yeah and and enjoying what you do mm-hmm. is so helpful that is really really mm-hmm. helpful i mean i know so many people who i mean even myself like because i i mean i used to work nine to five like right when yeah. i got out of school and i was working a nine to five as a wedding editor and i just remember how like a wedding editor oh it was rough oh yeah it was rough yeah it was it was just like 
eight hours in one room with mm-hmm. no windows and it's prison yeah it was it was a prison mm-hmm. and like i would just sit there all day at the computer like editing basically the same cookie cutter wedding like yep. every single time and i did that for like nine months and i was just like so miserable mm-hmm. like literally i was like wow this sucks like i just wake up i go to this job i come home i go to sleep and like that's fuck that's it yeah. i'm like this is this is life like that's shitty right and i yeah i was so 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 depressed like throughout i mean leaving college i had already kind of fallen into a really bad depression and then going into this job that i did not like was also not helpful yeah but it's crazy because once I jumped ship and I was like, you know what? Like, I cannot do this anymore. Like, jump ship to do freelancing. And yeah, I could like slowly feel that kind of start to mm-hmm. fade. And like, now I deal with like a different type of like anxiety and stress. And that's yeah. like, you know, the anxiety and stresses that come with like running a business and yeah, like trying course. to do whatever the hell you're doing. But it, it's definitely not that like overtaking like, miserable depressive feeling where it's like yeah i don't want to do anything and everything sucks and mm-hmm. like you feel yeah you feel like nobody like nothing that anyone tells you like goes anywhere yeah like it just especially you tell somebody you want to be a freelance videographer or yeah. photographer like oh no yeah like, like that's what i want to do for a living like no that doesn't pay <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and you're like damn it i <laughs> know uh, it's it's crazy but i love it yeah but it's funny because like you said you you basically hated where you were, right? Mm-hmm. But also, you weren't scared to fa- like. This goes back to failure, right? You weren't yeah. scared to take that leap to do what you probably were. Yeah. But you took that leap to do what you loved, and right. all that washed off you, it even did. though you could fail. Yeah, even though I could fail, and it's like I continue to do it every single day, yeah. even though I do feel the stress of like oh, I could have like a bad month financially Mm -hmm. or I could, you know, something could fail here with this client or something could go wrong here. It's like, yet I still do what I'm doing like every single day Mm -hmm. because for me personally, like that stress is a stress that I would rather have than like the stress of just going to a job that I don't like and that I'm not passionate about. And yeah, it is kind of crazy that like, yeah about the whole like yes i am afraid to fail but it's like okay i would rather fail at this than hate what you're doing for a living right Mm -hmm. than hate what i'm doing for a living so that is honestly yeah okay now going back to the question where i was like well how do you how do you just do it how is it so casual to you you're doing it every day i'm doing it too you're right you're right you're doing it every day you're right yeah that's yeah no you're definitely right about that that's crazy but so when you moved to Austin, mm-hmm. you said, <laughs> again, another little nugget that you just threw in there. I know. You're like, oh, I moved to Austin. <laughs> you said for a girl? Yeah. So uh, initially it was, long di- it was a long distance thing. Yeah. We were doing it eight months. I was flying here, flying back, flying there, flying back. That was the same scenario. And with- Mich- oh, yeah? Yeah. You got to long distance? Yeah. How like- long? For like nine months. Dude, it's terrible. Yeah, it was awful. And yeah. I was flying. So for anyone who's listening that doesn't know, my girlfriend and I were also long distance. So I was flying down to Georgia to see her like every six weeks or something like that, like back yeah. and forth for like nine months. Was she coming up there too? 
she had a full-time job so it was mm. a little bit harder for her to like get time off she came up to see me like a couple times but yeah other than that's that, kind of what we did it's like yeah. i came down there a couple months she came up one month where did she live so she lives in texas oh, okay and i was living in michigan which gotcha. is basically like boston to georgia it's the same distance yeah, yeah so yeah. uh i was doing that for eight months and, uh, and she was like um you want to be a videographer mm -hmm. it's not working out in michigan guess what austin's like thriving doing yeah. creative shit uh, move here and I was like no you move here she's like I am not moving in the snow I'm like okay I'm moving <laughs> yeah okay guess I'm going yeah, down there so that's yeah. uh, I moved down here and uh she was right and yeah that's <laughs> women are always right man <laughs> yes we <Yeah>. are <laughs> that's nuts okay so you came down here and how did you I know that you said that earlier that you got started doing the um whatever with the corporate pimp yeah the youtuber you, the youtuber so that's kind of how you got your foot in the door here a little mm -hmm. bit and then well I was doing the YouTube thing, uh -huh. and then Josh from Austin Fitness Community mm -hmm. reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I'm throwing a fitness event." Mm -hmm. And from there, I got into I got in it with the ATX influencers for a year. I was doing right. all this free stuff for the ATX influencers, yeah. which ended up panning out for me with because I was creating content, and therefore people were seeing my content, and yeah. therefore creating business. Mm -hmm. But at the same time. You know, there's some of them that I love in that group. And then there were some that actually like misused me as a content creator yeah. to benefit them. And I feel like that's like a lot of influencers do that. Yeah. Um, but I got in that group. And then from there, that's when uh, the fitness thing kind of just like, oh, that's my niche. Like, I love doing this yeah. more than weddings. I love weddings, but it's just like, you know, it's 12 hour day then you're editing it for three weeks. They're and it's like, honestly a nightmare. Yeah. They turn out beautiful. And I love yeah. when brides cry or grooms or, yeah. but it, man, is it a lot of work. When you get the brides that are just like not happy with anything. Oh, though, I know. That's what Bridezilla's. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's how the fitness whole thing took off. I was in Michigan. And I was doing weddings and I saw mm -hmm. Lobo Films. I don't know if you follow Lobo Films. I do. I don't know if I follow him, but I've seen his name float around on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I know he does a lot of, he's in the fitness yeah. space, right? So that's, yeah. that's how I initially was like, I'm doing fitness. Yeah. Um, but I saw him like two years back when he was like really just kind of growing in Houston. Mm -hmm. And now he's, to me, he's like the goat, right? So he's like really? the Michael Jordan of fitness videographers or, yeah. or LeBron James. Yeah. But that's kind of how I slid into the fitness thing. And then mm -hmm. ATX influencers kind of helped me build that Josh Austin fitness community. Mm -hmm. And then from there on out, like some of the influencers like Zach Blakeney mm -hmm. from the ATX influencers, I work with him constantly. Like he's one of my retainers. So like it did pan out in a way, but at the yeah. same time, man, not sleeping and, and like doing all that free grind in the beginning is so rough. It is really rough. Sometimes needed, but I feel like a lot of us do way too much of that. I think some of us get stuck in that a little mm -hmm. bit because it's like we're kind of afraid to move outside of that. I yeah. don't know. There, I feel like there is a line that... I still do it sometimes. Yeah. It just depends on like if it's going to benefit me now in mm -hmm. some way. And I don't think the follow to follow ratio like them posting something on their page really pans to your page. It doesn't. No. no. Not at all. No. So it, it just really depends on how you set up that like collab that, agreement. But Yeah, that relationship for mm -hmm. sure. Because yeah, I mean, I know because I, I used to do that a, a bunch here too. Yeah. And I know that sometimes I do still do it, especially when I want to get into industries that like I'm not necessarily like, I don't have a huge portfolio in that yeah. industry. Like fitness, for example. Mm -hmm. Like now I really want to 
go more into like the health and fitness world of video stuff. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really have much of a portfolio before then. Like, yeah, I can take good video, but yeah. I didn't have like fitness oriented stuff. Right. So I've been dabbling here and there, like trying to get more of that portfolio underway. But yeah, I think that line of yeah kind of just trying to figure out like what is too much of like this mm-hmm. say yes to everything mentality because like there does come a time where it's like okay the say yes to everything mentality does work and getting yes. you it will burn you out creatively yeah it yeah. will it definitely will burn you out creatively because i've definitely experienced that where i'm like dude mm-hmm. yeah i'm like saying yes to all this stuff but like oh my god now i just feel like yeah. I have so much shit to do. Creative that. burnout's a real yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. And it's so much easier to shoot. Yeah. I could shoot all day long, but having to like edit, I've done that where I've shot so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, You're how like, am I going to edit all this in yeah. time? That's and, how I And feel that too. becomes a problem too, especially when you're doing free things and paid things. And then you're giving your paid client work before your clients who are getting free stuff. And they're like, why am I not getting my stuff? It's, it's like, like, bro, we did it not for paying. free. Yeah, it's a free project. Yeah, like, Dude, I run that. I run into that scenario so often. And it sucks because a lot of the times the free stuff, sometimes the free stuff is the stuff that I want to edit first. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. it's usually the stuff that I'm like, okay, this is just no pressure. Like I want to do it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but I have paying clients that like yep. also need to get their stuff out. And it's like, it's a lot. It really is. It is a lot, really honestly. Is. I get hella stressed out with all that stuff. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, how do you balance like making stuff for yourself and then making free stuff in industries that you want to get your foot in the door, but then like you have paying clients because like you need to make money and it's like. That's, yeah. That's been my biggest thing last yeah. year. I really wanted to start a YouTube. I even threw up like me in front of the camera, like, yeah, this is happening. Yeah. And then it never happened because right. I got so busy. Is that with, one of your goals this year though? Yes. That you want to get on YouTube? I know. Yep. And Hell I got yeah. so busy. I wanted to get on a podcast too. Look, here we are. And what, here, we, we 12 are, days in yeah, in a month. 12 days in. Already been to Colorado. Now I'm here on your couch. Yeah. I was but, like, uh, we're making it happen. I know. I, I know. I texted you. You're like, dude want to do it tomorrow i'm like what you're like oh you're serious <laughs> yeah. serious i was like oh, i'm hella serious yeah. like we're doing it yeah so awesome but thank you yeah but, no, uh, no yeah problem. so the youtube thing i wanted to do and i got so busy with paid clients yeah. and just kind of went by the wayside and so did my physical health really yeah interesting enough like i stopped working out and like mm-hmm. stopped eating properly because when you're grinding and not sleeping you're like chips Red Bull, yeah. more chips. Red Bull. When you're on the go, Coffee. too. Yeah, yeah there's it's like, like it's nonstop. It's impossible to like, let me freaking meal prep and like, yeah. let me have time to be at home and like cook myself something proper. It's like, it all sounds nice. Yeah, it sounds And you lovely. can even meal prep. And then all of a sudden, like today, I haven't been home since 6 a.m. Yeah. I've eaten once. Yeah. So it's like you run into that problem. It's like, well, I meal prepped for the week, but I'm not eating. Yeah. I, and I haven't been to the gym. Yeah. But like, then again, also, I love the shit. So like, it's so I wouldn't awesome. have it any other way, but yeah. one of my main goals for 2021 is mm-hmm. to go back to my physical health, eat yeah. properly, like start doing stuff that works on my physical and my mental so I can mm-hmm. live longer and do this longer. Right. right? How, how do you think that you're going to navigate the balance? Of... I'm going to have to bring a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like literally. Though, I know, for real. There's always stuff that I'm trying to figure out how to hack. Yeah, like, I know. Well, how do I eat healthy if I'm always on the go? And how do mm-hmm. I, like if I have shoots that are at really awkward times of the day, like sometimes you'll have really early morning shoots yeah. and then you'll like, then you're like, well, I'm too far away from home to like go all exactly. the way back home and make food. And it's like, bro, it's a, it's a, it's struggle. a struggle. Like it's a struggle. I literally, and every time I try to get on some sort of like routine for something, it always just like, do you I think, don't... do you think that's a creative mindset though? 
Like I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to do this this week. I'm going <laughs> to do this. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat good. I'm going to yeah. edit. And all of a sudden it's like, shit, all I've done was edit and shoot this week. I haven't yeah. been in the gym. I haven't eaten well. I think that's just like our minds are just everywhere it's as creative just, people. Yeah. My mind is definitely like that all the time. Like I'm just. Sometimes I can't even sleep, dude yeah do you ever like just try to go to bed and you're just thinking of all the video stuff yes. that like you have to do or you're thinking about yes. this edit you're thinking about this idea for this and it's like i'll literally sit in bed like just awake yeah and you can't sleep and i'm like i've oh. literally woke up from a dream as like oh i know what i'm doing <laughs> like that phone flip video with shapiro yeah dude before we shot that i like had that in a dream and i woke up and texted him and i'm like yo this is how this is going down and it's funny because that was another free okay. shoot. That was a collab and that was like mm -hmm. a passion thing. And I actually had to spend money to produce this video because mm -hmm. I had to buy, you know, 3D element for After Effects, right. which is like a $300 program. That's a and then I had to learn it. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like, why did I do yeah. that to myself? But also like that video, oddly enough, has created a lot of business for mm -hmm. me because that's just one of those things that stands out like, holy shit. Right. I need to hire this dude. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's crazy how the yeah the way that you invest and put the time and the effort into doing that's like sometimes you like, put your own money into it. well especially I your own time do, for sure yeah but. i put my own money into um honestly i probably could have billed them for the things that i spent but i spent money on the uh the electrolyte video that i just made oh uh, yeah yeah so i had a client for anyone who's listening i had a client i made them like a product video and i did spend like my own money on some of the equipment for it even though I definitely probably could have billed them for it, but I was just so caught up in it. And but it, it turned I mean, out badass, though. Yeah, it turned yeah. out pretty good. And I was like, you know, I don't even care that I spent money on I this. Know. Like, this was cool. So rewarding. Yeah, it was very, yeah. very rewarding. But yeah, dude, I honestly have that same problem, though. Like, yeah. it's really hard to just i don't it's really hard to like have a schedule because we don't really have a set schedule and then it's really hard to yeah sleep at night because mm -hmm. you'll literally just wake up and you're like i have this brilliant thought or idea yep. for a video and then, you're and then just you can't like, go back to sleep i can't go back to yeah. sleep it takes me like an hour and a half to fall back asleep because <laughs> then I, then i'm just like running through it in my head and i'm like god damn it can i just go to bed please exactly like, it's horrible uh, but it's yeah. i mean yeah i guess that's the mindset that we just yep. We just live and we deal with. Better than nine to five. Yeah, it it is. I it think is. a lot of people don't understand how much actual work goes into. I like some people nine to five is just mm -hmm. coasting to me. Like nine to five, I'm working eight hours. I'm done. Like I'm going yeah. home. I'm watching Netflix. I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Like today, I've been up since six thirty. Had two shoots. We're podcasting. I was over at tomorrow editing. Like, and then I'm gonna go home and edit some more. So like we're talking like a sixteen hour day, right? Yeah. As opposed to eight. It's a lot. Yeah. It's also like what you love to do. So sometimes it's just worth. You're just like, I yeah. got to do it. I got to do it. But that's mm -hmm. sick. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, is there anything? So I guess to kind of go into the realm of wrapping this up, mm -hmm. is there, what are the things that you, I know you do have a list of like 2021 goals, but yeah. is there any, is there anything you know that you want to do like in the future? You might want to, I don't know. Some people are like, oh, in the future, I really want to like maybe direct more short films or. In the future, yeah. I would like to see myself here, play around with this here. Do you have anything like that? Or, or is what you're doing now, like, this is just where I am. Like, I'll just yeah. let it take me where it takes me. Is that your mentality or what? I mean, kind of, yes, because I like to live in the moment. But yeah. at the same time, like, I do want to DP some short films. Yeah. Uh, I do want to do some short films this year or maybe even in the future. Mm -hmm. And then I really want to, like, shoot some really cool big budget music videos. Oh, you want to do some music and videos. And then hopefully 
someone will be like, yeah, Ian, you should come shoot some fitness stuff for our brand, like Jed North or Gymshark. But yeah. that's like down the road, you know down what I mean? Road. Like, you know how Christian Guzman has his guy? Like, maybe I'll hook up with some like big influencer and they'll yeah. like, him and I will, you know, yeah. go to the moon maybe, who knows? But Hell yeah. That's, that's the goal. That's the goal, <laughs> the dreams for yes, it. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. No, mm -hmm. that's sick. Well, I mean, it's really, really cool to have you here and like yes, finally thank you. listen to your story in person. I feel like we actually relate on a lot of yes, things. Yes, we're going to have to that, shoot that way more. Been, I know. We still yeah. haven't even shot together. Uh, so we're going to have to do that. 2021 is the year. Yes. And I also want to get more into fitness. So it'll be Let's good go. to like partner up with you. And I'm going to link up with uh, Shapiro again. We want to do another like cool video. So we'll. We'll figure that out. Hell yeah. Bring you along. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get in the game now. Hell yeah. You're in it. I know. I am. I gotta stop saying that. I I'm know. Not, you're I in know. The game. I'm in the game. You're right. You're right. If you're doing it, you're in it. You're right. That's you're right. It. That's that's a good way. That's a good way to end let's off. Wrap the, it. Yeah, let's wrap it. But I mean, before we totally wrap it, where can the peeps find you online if they want to connect with you? Say something productions. Instagram. Say productions. Yes. Is that the only place that you got? It is. Do you not have a website? I did, but I got pirated. Pirated? Yeah, so I had someone this is funny. We're gonna drag on, but I had someone build me a website, I paid them money, and yeah. then uh like three months later it disappeared. So what? I'm in I'm in the works of getting it back, but it's gone. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Damn. All right. That's a little. And say something production on Facebook too, but Instagram and Facebook are basically. All right. So IG is your main thing. Yeah. All right. IG say something productions. Go follow. Go follow <laughs> your boy Ian. Yeah. He's awesome. A very very supportive dude. Very very awesome. Down to earth. And I am glad to have had you on the podcast. Yes. And thank you. Welcome to 2021. You Let's checked, do it. Checked it off your I list. Know. All uh, right. Yeah. Well, shit. Was there anything else you want to say before we go? No, I am grateful and blessed. And, uh, <laughs> grateful. And I blessed. love all you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode, and we will see you in the next one.